everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you're dialing in from, welcome to another episode of Go Impact Chats, your one-stop source for anything to do with sustainable development that is action-driven. I'm your host, Helene Lee. I'm also the co-founder of Go Impact, a platform designed to build out the ecosystem, driving more capital into sustainable investments. I'm very pleased to have with me today a very unique guest who has straddled both the public and private sectors and is passionately involved in sustainable development, Helen High. Helen is the head of Blockchain Charity Foundation. She is also a goodwill ambassador of Unido, a very prominent member of the United Nations family. Helen, welcome to the podcast. Say hi to our listeners. Hi, everyone. It's my great pleasure to be here today. So, Helen, your, with your experience, you know, we just like to, you know, maybe enlighten our listeners a little bit on how the BCF, the Blockchain Charity Foundation, is set up and what are some of the key projects you are working on currently? Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, for some of you who does not know uh, Blockchain Charity Foundation, our mandate is to use blockchain for social good. And actually, uh, I joined uh, I, I joined the foundation last year. Uh, I've been working in development in the past 10 years, particularly in Africa, focusing on poverty reduction and economic transformation. So what mm-hmm. I've been working on actually basically is using the successful development model in the 60s and 80s from Asia which is manufacturing, which mm. created millions of jobs, bringing that model to Africa to support them on job creation through manufacturing. So I, I've been working on that to push the global mandate for economic transformation for Africa. Uh, and that has been really uh, making good progress in the past 10 years in the continent of Africa. And then in 2015, uh, because of those efforts, I've been elected to World Economic Forum as young global leaders. Excellent. Which have been exposed. Yeah, thank you. To the very early stage, you know, exposed to the false industrial revolution. So what went through to my mind is every generation have every generation's duty. So with the false technological uh, revolution, what we can do to leverage it to achieve the same mandate for the bottom billion globally. So that's the question I've been thinking since 2015. Mm-hmm. And I first deep dive in AI. I didn't find actually uh, any area which I personally passionate about until I started to notice about blockchain. Mm. Uh, and I was invited to Davos to give a keynote on the SDG topic uh, in 2017 uh, uh, in Davos. And then uh, at the same time, I went to all the sessions on blockchain crypto. What I've learned, you know, uh, that year in 2000, early 2017 was, you know, blockchain and crypto is at a very early stage of development. It's very much uh, close to internet, you know, in the early 80s. It's still technology looking for application. So whether this is going to move from early adopters to early majority, what we really need is industry shapers. That means to drive the, to drive the technology to the right application. Uh, 
And this is what I realized what is missing in the market. So fortunately, I had the opportunity to have lunch actually last year uh, together with CZ, the founder of Binance. Mm. And then in that session, we actually discussed about uh, purpose. Because I know CZ for more than 10 years. And then uh, that uh, he was on the front uh, cover page of Forbes magazine. So in the lunch, we talk about a person's purpose and also Binance's purpose. One of the common things we all agree is actually Binance is at a time to move from success to significant. And that mm. is why actually we came into the joint uh, agreement that Binance, you know, should act as a industry shapers to actually shape the fourth industrial revolution to use blockchain for social good. That is why CZ committed, you know, like multi-million dollars, you know, to set up the Blockchain Charity Foundation. And he invited me to head up the foundation. This happened around uh, March last year. I didn't like, immediately said yes. What I said to CZ is, I said, CZ, uh, I want to take you to Africa, where I'm so passionate because I'm so always passionate about the bottom billions, people's mm-hmm. economic transformation. I want us to hear from them. How do they feel about this new technology and whether they're welcoming about this technology? So mm-hmm. what happened in May, CZ and I went to Africa together. We went to meet some of the head of states in Africa, including the president of Uganda. And mm. something we really got impressed is during the conversation with the president of Uganda, the president is 74 years old. You know, clearly he's not very technological savvy. Yeah. Uh, so, so he asked some very basic questions to uh, from two of us, asked us, what is blockchain? What is money? Why we need money? Why we need those, you know, like US dollar notes today? Mm. And then we even talk about the bartering economy, you know, in the early stage of our human mm. history, you know, about, you know, the exchange. So, you know, after going into those in-depth of the basic fundamental questions, you know, the 74 years old president got very, got silent for mm. two minutes. And then he mm. looked at Cindy and me and he said to us, he said, Cici and Helen, you know what? Today, African country has choice. We have a choice to choose our own development path. And we also have a choice to determine our partners. Therefore, today, I'm inviting both of you to come to my country to work with us. Why? Because in the fourth industrial revolution, I think Africa should not be be followers anymore. We should also be coming in the fronting line, working with the tech entrepreneurs to develop solutions to help us. It's not about giving us fish. It's about using technology to teach us how to catch the fish Mm. in the fronting line. So this is exactly what he said to us. And, you know, because those inspirational words and also his kind invitation, I said to CZ, I want to take the, your offer and to hide up the Blockchain Charity Foundation because I can see clearly, you know, from the leader of the bottom billion people, they are so welcoming, they're so eager, you know, want us to go there to work with them. So what happened, you know, since May last year, 
The first thing I did is to, you know, like formalize the Blockchain Charity Foundation, making it an independent NGO, which I registered in Malta. And kindly, the president of Malta uh, agreed to be in our senior uh, uh, advice on our senior advisory board, mm-hmm. same as the president of Africa Acting Bank and also the uh, finance prime minister of Djibouti and also former economist, you know, from World Bank, etc. That kind of people, you know, passionate about poverty reduction, finding the right path for Africa. So those kind of very uh, uh, prominent, you know, sincere people who sit in our senior advisory board. And the next thing is we worked actually with the United Nations last yes. September during mm-hmm. UN General Assembly in New York. We actually host the first roundtable discussion in the UN building. Uh, the topic is how to use blockchain to break to 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 solve the financial inclusion issue for the bottom billion. Mm-hmm. We are bringing head of states, business entrepreneurs together, you know, to set up this kind of discussion. And then in the following months, we worked with MCAT in Geneva, which we sponsored the first UN Blockchain for Sustainable Development Forum in Geneva, in the UN building. So this is the global advocacy we've done last year. And then we've decided concretely on the ground, actually, we Deep, we had a, a deep dive in the technology and we realized there's a lot of visions, people talking about blockchain, but we decided to start it with the fundamental features of blockchain, which is transparent, trackable, and non-changeable. This is exactly the solution for what we call the problem for leaking back to solve the problem mm. of leaking basket issue in charity, mm. which, mm. you know, the system has been existed since post the Second World War. As we know, billions of money has been flooded, you know, into underdeveloping countries. Yeah. But a lot of money has been leaked out. That's what we call the leaking basket, you know. Because mm. why? There's no direct infrastructure from the donors to the end beneficiaries. And the whole process of the infrastructure right now today is not transparent. That's why what we call is a leaking basket. Mm-mm. For example, if I'm a poor girl in Uganda, you, uh, Helena, you are sitting in Hong Kong. If you want to donate $100 to me, you cannot give that one direct to me. You have to give your donation to a third party, which is an NGO. And the NGO pass you my information exchanging for your money. And what happened between that NGO to me? There's no mm. transparency in that, except some auditors report, which is they spend probably half of your donation, you know, paying to the auditors instead of giving the money to the administrators. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we call the leaking basket. And then if we, so going back to the fundamental blockchain, if we believe what internet enable the human being of transfer of information. Blockchain should enable human being to free transfer of value. And Mm -hmm. currently, the bottom billion has been excluded in the existing financial infrastructure. There's no, you know, like they're not even existed in the current financial infrastructure. That's why building up a new transparent infrastructure to them 
is very, very important. So that's why we use the te- uh, blockchain technology, you know, like we spend our own resource and also our financial commitment building up this, what we call the transparent charity donation system. And then we launched the system March this year and we first started piloting the free lunch project in mm. Uganda using this system to support you know, the, 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 the kids in the school, you know, on their free lunch. Mm-hmm. The whole infrastructure in this one. So the donation is going to the end beneficiary, which is the school kids' own crypto wallet. And from mm-hmm. their own crypto wallet to the food suppliers. And we can check from the food suppliers how they use the money, pay for the salary, pay for the suppliers. Everything is transparent. So we actually, you know, this is the best way to fight for corruption. And then it's very important, you know, every transaction is trackable, non-changeable, uh, and also uh, uh, you know, we can. There's an audit trail on this. Everything is transparent, so we actually built up a new infrastructure. And what we believe in this process, we are enabling the bottom billion people with crypto wallet. That is like building up a new highway for the bottom billion. The first project we ran actually was the school lunch, and then in the following. Uh, week we're actually you uh you know being featured in the Forbes magazine and in the following months we actually roll out from one school to ten schools already in March and last month we just signed actually collaboration with Uganda government to roll out the project to one hundred sixty schools in Uganda which is covering more than hundred thousand children in Africa and not only supporting their lunches. We're also supporting their school books school, and also building the school facilities and even supporting for those poor girls, you know, tampon product. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of girls, they've never been experienced, you, you know, using, uh, you know, like uh, a hygiene tampon project during their period and it caused a huge damage in their mm. later life when they become a women. So, and this is something, this is all the voice where our team are on the ground. We heard from the end beneficiaries, they need this kind of support. So we put all those support on our transparent system. And I'm very glad, you know, we've got huge support from the crypto industry. Right now, we haven't done any mass marketing, but on our website, we have already collected more than 5 million, uh, uh, you know, like donations already. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, uh, companies like Tron committed 3 million. There's also a lot other big players are very supportive for our, uh, you know, uh, 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 initiative. And I want to, you know, uh, take today's opportunity to say we are the f- first NGO organization we are charging 0% of the administration cost. All the donation you give our website is 100% of them going into the end beneficiaries. We are not only saying that anybody can become the police for that because this is the beauty of the technology because every transaction is trackable and non-changeable. You can exactly see where your donation went and who's taking money away. So in the past, 
us. We're talking about, you know, NGOs using donors' money pay for their expensive, you know, meals, hotel costs, even business class ticket. In here, you can track, you know, your money has nothing to do with this. There's zero corruption and zero misuse of the fund. That's excellent, Helen, because uh, actually, you know, with the blockchain technology and the transparency, as you said, and the non-changeable kind of trust that it can build, it really resolves the issue of financial inclusion, you know, as you said, driving the accessibility of education, the accessibility of capital for the bottom billion. Now, are you doing anything outside of Africa or is that one of the pilot projects and you plan to use that, um, you know, to broaden the geographic Uh, Our mandate, first of all, our goal is to support the bottom billion people. Because why is that? Uh, I was born in the 70s, same as CZ. We would say we are the beneficiaries of the second industrial revolution. Mm. And then if uh, let's look at what happened with the third industrial revolution, which is dominated by the internet. Most of us in this part of the world, you know, in Asia, in US, in Europe, were celebrating the technological advancement. But if I look at the world globally, what happened in the last 30 years? 1% of the population actually is holding 90% of the global wealth. Exactly. The world didn't become a better place. Mm. So we felt the largest challenge for our human history in the next 30 years actually is inequality. So I think with the fourth industrial revolution, it should not just be technological advancement. It's how we can use the technology to bridge the global social gap. So clearly, you know what, that's why we say our mandate is to use the technology to support the bottom billion, to helping them, you know, under economic transformation. And then the reason we started in Africa, because we want to actually start it, we didn't pick Africa. In the, like the story I told you. When yeah. I went there, met the president, the president invited us. So today I want to say all those leaders in those countries, they have a choice. Exactly like the president of Uganda said. They have a choice to determine their own development paths and they can choose their own partners. So from for our foundation, we have the willingness to work with all the leaders, all the countries across the globe. But then it's also up to them whether they welcome the technology, whether they share the same vision to use the technology to support their own development. Right. And I think it's so important you hit the nail on the head on two things. It's sort of like, you know, how finance can move from success to significance from being one of the leading crypto exchange, how do you move that success to significance and how you use the blockchain technology to link up what is essential in driving equality and financial inclusion. I mean, if the eight top billionaires in the world have more wealth than half the population, the 3.5 billion put together, that is hardly a sustainable world we're looking at. So apart from all the projects that you just touched upon, um, what are some of the other initiatives that you know Binance or BCF might be investing in or supporting to continuously drive the blockchain technology to enable this? Uh, I think one of the key things should our ultimate goal should be the job creation. You know, in for the bottom billion, that's something we're so passionate about. 
Why is that? Because let's look at the world, post-Second World War, from 1960 to 2008. Globally, there's about 200 developing economies. But yeah. in those period in our human history, you know, nearly 50 years, there's only two economies actually moved from lower income status to higher income status. That is mm-hmm. South Korea and Taiwan. China likely to be the third one. Why? How come? Because those countries are able to take the golden opportunity during the second industrial revolution in the 60s and 80s. Through manufacturing, they were able to create millions of jobs for the people in the bottom of the pyramid. That is the jumpstart of those countries' economic transformation. And then let's look at actually with the third, uh, as I mentioned, the Industrial Revolution. I don't think that, that actually Industrial Revolution enabled any country you know, really moving from the lower income status to higher income status. Mm. So now I think with the fourth industrial revolution, one of the core thing, you know, entrepreneur and also for Binance and also for our foundation, where I think is we need to focus in on how to use this technology to help more people to creating job opportunities you know, in this new future world. And this is something, to be honest, we haven't found a concrete solution yet. This is very much like in the 80s. It's hard for people to dream, you know, an iPhone. (laughs) You know, start what you are, uh, you know. That's why we started with the basic features, you know, on the transparent side with the charity. And also, you talk about, you know, Binance. You know, I have a lot of respect uh, to CZ, our founder, because mm. in the fiat world today, you know, since mm. the, all those stock exchanges existed until today, you've never seen any stock exchange saying that giving their listing fees, you know, to the people, poor people, right? Mm. Mm. But we actually last year in October, CZ announced we are giving out all our listing fees to our charity foundation, which is to support the project for the bottom billion people. So this is, you know, we ha- as an industry leader, we're setting out on day one. We're not super rich yet, but we're started to giving out. We're give we're put we're giving the money to the bottom billion. At the same time, I'm really proud for our foundation because I think one thing is very important for our foundation, we work on the last mile solution. You know, making charity transparent, it has been a talk actually for the for centuries. Nobody really did it. I think the biggest problem is nobody willing actually to roll out their sleeves to working on the ground, you know, to developing the last mile solutions. Mm-hmm. And this is something, you know, for our charity foundation, since our establishment last year, we have, have been a committed team working on the ground in starting in Africa working with the government, working with the local tech entrepreneurs, and working with the end beneficiaries, those kids in the school, understanding what is the need. You know, in those most, you know, technological, you know, rural area, how to use, make blockchain work. So that's actually that kind of commitment, you know, I would say underground commitment is mm. something I'm really proud because this is the best way to find out the solutions, you know, gradually going up to finding the final solution, to find a model, to use the technology to empower how to create millions of jobs for the bottom billion people, you know, in order to support their economic transformation. Right. 
Right. That's excellent because, you know, how do you have the last mile, the final mile solution for the bottom billion is going to be so crucial for a lot of the issues around the sustainable development goals that we are all working towards. So thank you again, Helen. Um, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And I'm sure that we look forward to more exciting things from the Blockchain Charity Foundation. Thank you so much, Helen. That has been a great pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.